Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages. Why I forgot isn't good enough. So if you find yourself telling your wife often, oh, I forgot, I forgot to do this, I forgot to do that, um, it may not seem like a big deal, but if you are not getting the mental, emotional, and physical intimacy that you want in your marriage, this is probably part of the problem, and we're going to talk about why today. So my name is Mike Fraser, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high-achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So some wins from the guys in my, in my Strong Men, Strong Marriages program this week. So guys, they're writing these powerful apology letters, really getting into their wife's shoes. These are This is just such a powerful way to, to reset the relationship. You know, when guys do this, it's hard, but, you know, it just makes such a big difference um, as they just transform their relationships, opens things up, you know, it creates real intimacy and, you know, you can move on once those hurts are kind of out there. Um, so super powerful, super cool to see these guys do that and have the courage to do it. Uh, guys are refocusing on their, on true strength to pass their wife's test. So look, whether consciously or unconsciously, your wife is going to test if the changes you're making are real or not. So we have to refocus. We have to focus on being who we want to be, Right. And as guys do that, they pass these tests without trying to pass them, right? Because they're being who they want to be. That's the real test anyway. So guys are standing strong in their requests. A lot of times, you know, as guys, we, uh, you know, we don't ask for things that we want or we ask for them, then we back down. But guys, as they come through this, they're getting stronger. They're able to stand strong in their requests. They're getting what they want. Okay. They're listening better. They're having better mentally, emotional connection because of that, having these fun conversations with each other. They're reconnecting with their friends and finding more joy in their marriages and in just in their lives in general. Because like when you're coming from a full place mentally, emotionally, it's easy to share love with your wife and the people around you. Feels better, more attractive. Guys are doing that. Super cool to see. Just like finding their their lives again. You know, coming back to life is <laughs> what so this is really happening. Guys are having really great date nights with their wife when they weren't doing it before. Okay, more mental, emotional, more physical intimacy, all of that, right? And then they're able to share the lessons that they're learning from the program with their children and others. And this is one of the biggest things, guys. We want to set a legacy for our kids. I was able to teach my kids some of these things. Guys in the program are teaching their kids. So your kids go out and they're going to know how to manage their thoughts and emotions better. They're going to have better relationships with themselves and with other people and all in line with Christian principles. Guys, that's what we're doing here. It's really exciting. Uh, guys are having conflicts, which they always do, but able to repair after, right? And create more connection. Super cool to see. Okay. For me, a win this week, it, you know, my wife and my son and I, we had a pretty intense conversation about, you know, a lot of deep things, uh, religion, um, homosexuality, like a bunch of things and really got to understand each other at a much better level. It's just a, a super cool discussion uh, and created more mentally emotional intimacy, right? So here's some things that you're, you're talking talking about the, the topic of today. I forgot, right? So your wife, she might ask you to do a lot of things, okay? My wife, she, she makes requests of me often, right? Which is great. You know, she uh, counts on me. She wants me to be able to do things. So just last night, for example, she asked me to go change the laundry because she was feeling really tired. Usually she takes care of that. Um, 
but yeah, she's feeling just like super tired. Um, or like arrange something uh, for the kids. Hey, can you set this up appointments or whatever? Uh, can you pick something up from the store on the way back? Okay. These are all examples of things my wife has asked me to do. Then the past I have 100% forgotten to do. Okay. I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll change the laundry. Oh yeah. yeah I'll, I'll pick that up for the kids. Oh yeah. I'll grab that from the store and I come home and I don't have it. Or like I didn't set up the appointment or I didn't change the laundry and now it's all wet. Right. I've done all these things a lot of times. So, you know, you, you forget, right. And if your wife's like mine, for the most part, your wife seems kind of okay with it. She's like, okay, yeah, you know, I, I get it. I understand. And it's not that big a deal. Right. And she kind of plays it off. Like it's not really a big deal. Okay. But at the same time, right, you're also realizing, hmm, you know, I don't really have that connection I want with my wife. We don't have that really, we're not having as much fun. We're not laughing as much. We're not, you know, having that good mental, emotional intimacy. We're not having physical intimacy. So things are off. Okay. And you use this excuse of, I forgot enough. Okay. So I just want you to, to recognize in yourself right now, if this is true, if you often find yourself saying, oh, shoot, I forgot to do that to something your wife asked you, and you're not experiencing the mental, emotional, and physical intimacy that you want with your wife. My um, suggestion to you today is that maybe those things are more connected than you think. <laughs> so, you know, there's three pillars of a passionate marriage, and those are trust, communication, and intimacy. All right. So every time you quote unquote, forget to do something, you are eroding trust. Okay? You really are. All right. So you're eroding trust in yourself because you said you were going to do something and then you didn't. Okay. And so your self-confidence is decreasing, even if it's not like super obvious, or even if it's not like a giant breach in trust, like an affair or something, which is an obvious breach in trust, these smaller ones, they just, they build up over time and they kind of go under the surface. And, but again, slowly your self-confidence is dropping. Cause you're like, man, you know, I said I'd do it and I didn't. Okay. And sometimes though, you just justify it to yourself. Oh yeah. You know, it's not that big a deal. Right. And your wife kind of justified to herself, herself. Oh yeah. It's not that big a deal. So this is these like little imperceptible, you know, chinks in your armor or like, I like to talk about trust, like a brick house that you build. Like every time you break that promise, it really is taking a brick out of that house. and. So yeah, now your wife doesn't trust you as much. She doesn't feel as safe with you. She can't even put her finger on it, right? But you don't have that mental, emotional, physical intimacy. This is part of the problem, guys. Okay. So again, you're also eroding your wife's ability to trust you. Okay. So she starts feeling less safe with you. Okay. Maybe she stops asking you to do as much, or maybe she reminds you like my, my wife, unfortunately, like I, I have not been great at this. And so I'm, I'm doing much better now. And I'm going to show you, share you some of the things that I've been doing, but, um, you know, so she's, she like reminds you a hundred times about something that she asked you to do, but why does she do that? It's because you have shown her over time. You're not going to follow through. Okay. And look, your wife doesn't like doing that. She doesn't like to feel like she has to ask you and remind you over and over. Like she doesn't want to feel like your mom, but she also wants to get things done and know that when she asks you something, they're going to get done. So she's going to, it's going to be on her mind. She's going to be anxious about it because again, you have not followed through very well in the past. Okay. That's why she keeps reminding you about it. And again, if you don't have that good mentally, emotional, and physical intimacy, this could be an important part of it, right? That you're not following through on what you say. Okay. So there's the trust part, but there's, there's also the idea of priorities. Okay. And this is another huge part, right? Because would you say, Oh yeah, man, sorry. Like I forgot to go to work today. Right. Of course you wouldn't say that. Right. Oh yeah. You know, sorry. I forgot to put pants on today. Right? No, you're not going to say that stuff. 
Okay. Like forgetting it's, it's mainly a question of priorities. Okay. So the, the hard truth of it is like, if you did not follow through on something you told your wife you would do, you just didn't make it a big enough priority. And so again, like it erodes trust, but also it's showing her I'm not that important. Okay. So like if your wife is the number one person in your life, which I certainly recommend that in your own internal sense of priorities, like, well, the number one person outside of yourself. Okay. So God first, this is how I recommend it. This is how I arrange my priorities. God first, right? Living in a way that's in integrity with God. Myself next, meaning making sure I'm taking care of myself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Okay. Directing myself in that good way. So I'm coming from a full place and I can serve the people around me. All right. Next is my wife. Right. So if that's true, okay, then does it make sense that if she's the number one person in my life, I'm going to not follow through on the things that she says. Okay. It doesn't basically it shows. Yeah. In word, I'm saying you're the number one person in my life, but in reality, like you're not, I'm not prioritizing you. I'm not making the effort that I need to actually follow through on what I say I'm going to do. Okay. So maybe you're saying, Hey, listen, Mike, like, no, that's not, that's not it. Like I prioritize her, but I'm just a forgetful person. Okay. Look, that's me too big time. Like I, I feel like my mind kind of can go jumps around quite a bit. Um, you know, I, I can say something. I have every intention to follow through on like these little things my wife asked me to do. And then I really do just forget to do them. Okay. But again, that is not an excuse. Okay. Because again, I would not say, oh yeah, like, yeah, I forgot to wear clothes today or, you know, I forgot to wake up this morning. Right. Or again, I forgot to go to work. Right. I forgot to do my podcast, you know, like I wouldn't say that stuff. Okay. So again, like my wife, she is quite forgiving of my forgetting, right. For the most part, but the thing is right for a a long time and even recently, right. Because I was taking this mindset of, Oh yeah, I forgot. It's okay. It's not that big a deal. Like we did not have as much mental, emotional, and physical intimacy as I have started to really prioritize this, right. Prioritize her basically was, is what it comes down to. And look, it's, it, it is a little bit harder for me to remember those little things. Right. But I've done things to make sure now I follow through. Right. And so, because again, it just shows she's my priority. Right. So as I've learned to do that, okay. First of all, I feel better. I feel more attractive because I'm like, man, yeah, she asked me to do it and I did it. And I feel good about that. Right. So I feel better. Also, she feels better. She feels more prioritized. She doesn't have to ask me over and over and remind me, oh, did you do that? Did you do that? Right. So it's less anxiety for her. And also she just can feel, yeah, like maybe, maybe he's right. Maybe I am the most important person to him. Right. Hopefully she can sense that if you're always saying, oh, I forgot to do that. Like you are definitely communicating to her that she is not the most important, important person to you. Okay. So as I've done this, right. And started to make sure I'm following through better, our mental, emotional, and physical intimacy has definitely been improving right across all those areas. She feels good. I feel good. We feel more connected. Okay. These little things, they make a difference. Okay. Like I did that survey of those 500, uh, 500 wives. And that was one of the big things they talked about was doing quote unquote, the little things. And this definitely is one of those quote unquote, little things that really matters. You know, when she asks you to do something, if you say yes, follow through. Now, the other thing too, is you don't always have to say yes, right? If you really can't do something, just tell her, sorry, I can't do that. 
All right. But if you're going to say yes, you just follow through, right? For you and for her and for everybody to build trust and to build intimacy and to show that she's a priority. Okay. So here's my personal practice on this. All right. So what I, and I do mental rehearsal on this in practice, right? So first of all, if she starts talking to me, I'm going to put my screens down because what I've learned over time is if I'm on a computer, if I'm on my phone and she's talking, I might be nodding. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll do it. But I'm not really paying attention. Okay. So if she's going to talk, I'm putting my screens away and focusing on her. That's step one. The next thing I do is I write it down. Okay. So again, that just shows that she's a priority, right? And for me personally, it's going to be sometimes hard for me to remember the things that she's asked me to do. So instead of saying, oh, that's hard for me. Like that's kind of, it's like when people say, oh, like it's really hard for me to remember names. Basically all you're saying is like, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try to remember. Okay. Or, and same thing here, right? Like, oh, I forgot. Basically I didn't try to remember. Okay. Especially if you're a high achieving guy, like, and you're successful in your career, like your brain works well enough that you can figure this out. Okay. So just saying, I forgot. It's a dumb excuse. It's a lame excuse. Okay. Talking to myself here too, <laughs> reminding myself of this. So yeah, my personal practice, put the screens away so you can pay attention, write it down. Okay. Write it down just like you would with any other important task, write it down. Okay. The other thing that's helped for me is visualizing it. So like even sometimes I'll, if she asks me to do something upstairs and on my way downstairs, my brain starts going a different direction, right? So I will just visualize, okay, like I'm going to grab a cup of water for her that she asked me to get. So I'm actually picturing that in my mind, right? Doing it right away if possible is another good one. So last night, you know, she asked me, Hey, can you switch the laundry? And then, so I'm, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Um, and then I was like, you know what, let me just go do it right now before I forget. Okay. So I ran out and I did it and it was done. Right. And she was super grateful. Okay. Cause again, it showed she was the priority. Right. And I followed through on it. So it built trust in me and in her. Okay. Another thing, add it to the calendar. Okay. If it's something that needs to be done on a specific day or you're like, Hey, you're always like, Hey, can you set up this appointment? Right. Put it in the calendar. Okay. This is the time I'm going to go ahead and make that call. Okay. So again, it just shows priorities. You have other stuff in your calendar. Okay. I'm going to do this for work today. Put it in. Okay, I'm going to do this for my wife right at that time. Okay. Set an alarm on the calendar. So like, just treat it like something important is the, is the bottom line, right? Instead of being like, oh yeah, I'll do that. And then just forgetting and be like, oh yeah, no big deal. Okay. Which shows she's not a priority and also breaks trust and erodes her sense of safety with you. It's going to break down your mentally, emotional, and physical intimacy. Okay. Instead, treat it like something important. All right. In summary. I forgot it's a common excuse guys use for not doing what they said they would do for their wife, right? And while your wife may say, oh, it's it's okay, like it's okay, it erodes trust, right? It, it breaks your self-confidence because you're not flowing through on what you say, okay? It breaks her trust in you because now she's like, man, I can't trust this guy to do anything he says he's going to do, okay? Some of the guys I've worked with, their wife's like, wife gets to the point like, man, like, I don't really even need you anymore because I can't even trust you to do anything that you say you're going to do. Okay. So again, like it breaks trust that breaks mental emotional connection that breaks sexual connection. All right. The other thing it shows that you don't really prioritize her, especially if you're a high achieving guy, like your brain works well enough to remember something you said you're going to do. Okay. And so if you're not remembering it, if you're saying you forgot, it really just means you didn't make it important enough. Okay. And she knows it. And hopefully you understand that clearly now, because look, if she's your number one priority, if you're saying that in your words and you believe that, then show it, 
right? Follow through on your commitments to her. Do what you need to do so that you do remember, you know, use memory tools, uh, write it down, right? Visualize it, do all that stuff, put an alarm in your phone, treat it like something important. Okay. When you do this, it builds self-confidence and trust. Okay. And then it creates that, then that prioritization, right? It shows her, man, like he really does love me. I really am important to him. That feels great. Feels great to her. It feels great to you. And it starts building that mentally, emotional, and sexual connection. Okay. So look, trust is an important part, right? And this is an important skill, but there's a whole kind of series of things you need to do to create a strong, intimate marriage. You need to become a strong man, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, right? Sexually, you need to be strong across all those areas so you can feel good, confident, and attractive. Then you need to create a strong, passionate marriage by learning communication and intimacy skills. So we go through that process. You become a strong, attractive man. You create a strong, attractive marriage with the skills that you need to do that in my program, Strong Men, Strong Marriages. So apply to join us. Head over to strongmenstrongmarriages.com right now. Fill out an application and I'll get to you with the best next steps for you, uh, depending on what you fill out in the application. All right, men. So stay strong and we will see you next episode. And again, head over to strongmenstrongmarriages.com and let's get to work building you into a strong man so you can create a strong, passionate marriage. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.